In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? Uh, tired. Moi aussi, <laughs> which is French for me as well. I'm sure our RCMP JLB understood that. I did, I did. That was well done. How's it going, guys? I will be a little bit more animated, a little bit more eccentric. You guys can be Debbie Downskis. I passed my exam, though. I'm feeling happy. Got my new MacBook. All things are exciting. I'm watching America go crazy over this whole election. It seems like slots are the ones taking these votes in. It is hilarious. And I am here, guys, to fantasy book something that I don't know what I'm booking. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you have at least one fantasy booking before you have to go. Hey, not bad. So, all right. So obviously it's not JLB first. <laughs> nope. But we got you have like some pre-show stuff to do. Sorry, yes. I botched that. That's okay. Before we get into the fantasy booking, I'd like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co Podcast Network. So make sure to check on the the other shows on the network. Just head over to tatnusco.com and check them out. If you're new to this show, the premise is simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely or wacky scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance, so our answers are made up entirely on the spot, and we think that's part of the fun. Um, I would also like to remind everyone to make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And you can also head over to patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu to support us there. But let's go ahead and get into the fantasy booking. And I think I think I'll start first. Okay, I'll let just you. because I I have mine all in head and it's topical, so we'll just have fun with it. Um, in case you guys live under a rock, there's a little bit of a thing going on here in the United States called the election, and right now it's kind of a shit show. Um, we're recording this a day late because we really didn't want to record it while the results of the election were still coming in and uh here it is and we're still recording it while the results are still coming in so but (laughs) so my challenge to you guys i'm calling this the election special i need you to choose your pro wrestling presidential candidate their vice presidential candidate and their basic cabinet that means secretary of labor secretary of state secretary of defense secretary of treasury and attorney general i don't need secretary of homeland security or secretary of interior all that stuff there's 15 total members of the cabinet i'm just thinking the basic ones so (laughs) so effectively you're creating a stable i want you to be able to argue a little bit why that particular choice would make a good choice for said secretary cabinet spot but we're gonna go all time with this and we're gonna give you the time machine so you can pull from whatever time period you want and put together your your pro wrestling political party Hmm. okay so we're each doing this individually yes okay 
And we're not so doing pres- like an election afterwards or anything like that. I just want to see where you. I just want this to be fun. So we have president, <laughs> vice president, secretary of state, secretary of interior, secretary so, of secretary of state, secretary of labor, secretary of defense, secretary of treasury, and attorney general. So five cabinet posts: vice president, president. Okay. You guys repeat those again because I didn't write them down. So, but that's okay. No, 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 so I'm going to go with somebody just south of there, and I'm going to go to North Carolina, and I'm going to have Ric Flair woo, as the wrestling president. Uh, for vice president, uh, and, I, and I choose Ric Flair because he's the GOAT, just so everybody's clear as to why I chose that. Um, for vice president, I'm going to choose, I think I'm going to choose Sting. There's just a, a, there's a level of charisma that comes with Sting that picks up picks up the people who don't like Flair, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Steve Borden Sting um, for the Secretary of State, the most statesmanly of all professional wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> what? 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 I think his negotiation skills would be fantastic. What? <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, this is this is kind of also a Mount Rushmore, but it doesn't have to be uh, because there's going to be other other spots that that won't be very Mount Rushmore. Um, so we had Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense. Correct. Um, oof, Undertaker. No, no, Hogan. I gotta go Hogan here, and here's why. Hogan's only been pinned 26 times in his career. <laughs> so obviously he has this innate ability to defend his ability to kick out. In fact, not only that, but most of his 26 times have been in some way, shape, or form a schmoz. So um, Hogan obviously plays the, the, the defending his own legacy card really, really well. In some way, shape, or form. What are my other my other uh, three secretaries? Treasury, uh, Treasury, Labor, and Attorney General. Treasury, Labor, and Attorney General. Labor is going to go to Chris Jericho. Um, all on, on an all time scale because of the length of his career, he has the the uh, best work rate of any wrestler it's not that he individually in small segments of time was had a better work rate Eddie was really great with work rate Benoit was really great with work rate currently um, you know Cody's really great with work rate um, you know he, hell even Cena was you know um, you know but when you talk about a 30 year career of work rate um, Jericho definitely definitely falls under that i mean so long as he's in wrestling there, there might be times where he was you know going and doing other things work rate like touring with a band dude's got work rate <laughs> um the uh you said treasury and what's the last one that's attorney what general 
Attorney General. Attorney General. Um, <laughs> that one's going to get interesting. So I'm going to go to Treasury first. Treasury, uh, how can it go anywhere but Vince? I mean, Vince, Vince McMahon is the guy who turned a regional thing into a worldwide thing. Um, and he's greedy as fuck. <laughs> there, there goes our monetization. Um, so I guess it's not me. And then the attorney general, attorney general is going to go to a current wrestler who's just done a really good job of lobbying in a different direction. And I'm going to give that to Cody, Mr. Rose himself. Ooh, Mr. Rose. Now he is officially Mr. Rhodes because he has his- <laughs> not officially, officially, but very likely. Oh, you even yeah, sent me a text message. Yes. And so, so he he defense look like you spelled it wrong. Did you? Uh, that was the way the autocorrect put it in. So I don't know. I I, I'm text. gonna go ahead. Yeah. Well, it's probably the font. Probably. You ever have Anyways. that where you look at a font and you're like, well, you either spelled it the Canadian way or the American way because you could spell, I think, defense that way and also N S E. I, I, it's spelled correctly. It's the font is just messing with my head. So, so to JLB's point, though, uh, Cody was trying to trademark Cody Rhodes, and WWE put up a a roadblock to it to try to reclaim their trademark, but they've dropped that. So he has the ability to file again and uh, potentially get it unblocked. So, but he does not have the rights to it as of yet. Mm, okay, but then why do you announce it? He did not announce anything. It's just been announced. No, but he announced it after AEW, like to the crowd. He might have announced it to the crowd in attendance, but that's not legally announcing it. Okay. Uh, he's just saying, I, I finally have the chance to do it. Uh, all right. And here's the deal. He's going to file and he's likely to... the The only problem is one of the other things that was potentially stopping him before was they threw up a uh, red flag over the fact that Dustin also wrestles with that name. And they worried that him wrestling under Cody Rhodes and granting it to him would infringe on the Dustin Rhodes trademark. Um, and so, but all he has to do is get a waiver from Dustin Rhodes that he doesn't mind this and it'll go through. He's likely going to get it. I'm just pointing, I'm, I'm splitting hairs on this that he does not technically have it yet. He will likely have it though. Yeah. Okay. Hairs being split and stuff. <laughs> I hope in that amount of time you were able to figure out uh, your uh, yep, people. I've been right. So my president is going to be the most electrifying president of all time. The Rock. And he will be your first Samoan president. Because I feel like he, um, just based off, well, one, he has a lot of, he has a lot of uh, charisma. And he would be good talking to the people. He's also a caring individual. And he seems like he would get stuff done. And when needs to, he can tear off gates. So he will uh, tear down that wall. No problem. Um, So yeah, The Rock will be your president. uh, Just because he is the people's champion after all. So he will do, he will be there for the people. Um, Secretary of Labor... I am giving it to The Undertaker because you also can't have a 30-year career without knowing what hard work means and how hard work can pay off. So 
um, getting certain jobs into the country, I think The Undertaker would do good at that and he would be finding the right people to also take uh, care of what needs to be done. I liked Austin for your state one. So I think that is just... He's like the polar opposite of any level of statesman that there could possibly be, but that's... I feel like that's maybe neat. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Defense? I don't know. Sergeant Slaughter came to my head. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of. So I'm I'm that, for it. I'm just like, dude, this is your role. This is where you come in. Um Treasury. This might be kinda eh maybe cliche of me, but I was thinking of the million dollar man. Although technically he's paying money rather than, you know, trying to because uh, the whole, the whole concept of the is trying to basically build a budget for the country, right? Essentially, yeah. For the most part, he's in charge of the. I, I just don't know. Maybe million the million dollar man might be uh, might not be the best guy. He might probably spend a bunch of money in a whole bunch of places that doesn't. Need- <laughs> I mean, he did repeatedly try to buy titles for him, so you know. That's it. So maybe he would have worked good in a Trump presidency. Didn't um, he did once succeed at buying a title for it to only be vacated? Well, technically um, twice because he bought the twenty four seven championship later. Ooh, and he also he also paid money to have his own title made. And so with that, I have to give. Now we have already the most electrifying man as the president. Okay, so he's the guy that's going to be there for the people. But as his uh, right-hand man, you're going to need someone who really knows politics really well. And that is going to the Big Red Machine game. So you have The Rock, who is the face. He will get you excited. And then you have Kane, who will implement more better strategies and so on. And I think um, just from everything I've heard of how smart he is, how savvy he is, and how much he loves politics, he's the he's the governor mayor he's the mayor of knox county after all so um you know putting him in there might be nice and attorney general so i'm not familiar with this terminology i know i hear it movies every time it's it's the top legal guy in in the cabinet so he's effectively the top lawyer for the government Ah, okay. Top layer. I like that. Now I now I'll never forget that. Top layer for government. That's what Attorney General is. Perfect. Um, so then Moxley wouldn't work. <laughs> I put I, I thought I mean, of Moxley. Could. It's just uh I just it'd be too nuts. I feel like there'd be no order. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of parody to that, but yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's just what the states need. Um I feel like Moxley would institute the purge. <laughs> then yes, I'm keeping Moxley. Because <laughs> some folks need to get out of this world. No? No? Too cryptic? No? Okay. Well, like, Moxley's in, guys. Yeah, Moxley instituted the purge, and Stone Cold going to other countries being like, y'all gotta try this. <laughs> no, I no, see people are gonna kill each other. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, what a great movie. I like that movie. It wasn't very popular, but I certainly enjoyed the concept. You know, it was popular enough down here to get like four sequels in a TV show. So, Hey, the TV show wasn't bad. TV show wasn't bad. Oh, I'm surprised it made it to Canada already. 
whoa, calm down. Get off the high horse. There's still a Big Brother Season 2 in Canada. First of all, you know this isn't true. Big Brother Canada is on Season 9, you asshat. <laughs> and I really am a Big Brother US fan with being on Season 22 at the moment, so don't you dare. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's it. The they Rock is your president. show for Canada? Yeah. See? It's called being cultured before you insult my country. Being cultured. Big Brother's cultured. So now we're talking about George Orwell books, apparently. (laughs) That's where the concept comes from for people who don't read. Um, And yeah, so that's that's my go-to. So we have The Rock as President, Kane as Vice, um, Labor as Undertaker, State as Austin, Defense is Sergeant Slaughter. I love that. And uh, Treasury is Million Dollar Man. And Attorney General is Moxley because he's going to tear some shit up. You have a few civilized people in here. And then you have a few radicals. So I don't know how well this is going to be. But I am certainly excited to find out. There you have it. There you have it, folks. We're going to have anarchy in the wrestling world. (laughs) Anarchy in the USA. Sorry, I was dancing. (laughs) <laughs> Joey Ramon. Anyway, so, moving forward. So for those out there listening, let us know which cabinet you think is the better cabinet or how you would do it differently. You can hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or, um, I don't know, uh, I've got a TikTok if you can find me. I've got like four followers, so, you know. TikTok on the Wow. But, but we will move on to the second challenge, and I'm assuming that JLB still hasn't thought one up. So this no, is no, but I, I am scared to go last if it's really that bad because I've got a lot of slack from last time. Um, so I kind of have one. You had a great one last time. Yeah, that was last time. This is now. Yeah, I mean that Lana one, and and I know Smarks like is lit us up on WBU about it, but you know he didn't show up, so. Um, you know, you miss one episode out of a year plus, and <laughs> everyone loses their mind. That and every single botch long, but we'll get to that momentarily. <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right, guys. So you're not gonna like it, but um, it's happening. Um, I would like you guys to book because. Oh, let, let me let me give it a little introduction. So clearly right now we have a little romance going on between uh, Mr. Murphy and uh, Rey Mysterio's daughter. I always forget her name. Um, yeah, Miss Mysterio. <laughs> uh, nailed it. Well, her daughter. You know her first name? Miss Mysterio, I said. Oh, Miss uh, Mrs. Nope. Mysterio. Miss Mysterio. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> means she's married. And soon she'll be Mrs. Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mrs. Murphy Mysterio. Um... <laughs> So, I would like you... It, to... it probably would be Mysterio Murphy, uh, just because the way they do things, but, you know. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Semantics, no one asked the peanut gallery, okay? No. Uh, that's valid, though. Um, so, I don't want you to book anything with uh, Murphy and Thing in, the, in their romance, because I think it's going to be a total shit show no matter which way you go. Uh, if you want to do that, you can, so it's an optional choice. Or... You can book me your fantasy okay. romance storyline. 
So so I can book a different romance storyline or I have to use yeah. that one? No. You can book a different romance storyline. Or if you're not creative enough, you can certainly tell me how this romance storyline is going to end between Murphy and Mysterio. So it's an optional choice for me. I feel like Smarks is going to have something really, really elaborate here. Um, so I, I think I'll go first on this one if you're okay with that, Smarks. That's fine because I actually have to think hard because... Um, the, the problem is my fantasy romance storyline actually already happened. It was Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Oh, come on. Three years of time machine or no time machine? Mm-mm. Current roster. Current okay. roster. That's even tougher. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. And for the sake, there's no brand. So you could pick anyone in WWE. Sort of deal uh, from the brands. Or if you want to do AE dubs, you certainly can. Um, but yeah, uh, no, let's stick with WWE just to make it even tougher. <laughs> Rules is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Not going to change Rules them all of a sudden when we start making. Rules is that. All right. Okay. Rules is that. Okay. Okay. I am going to book a bromance. Oh, snap. Um, my bromance is going to consist of two amazing wrestlers that have been underutilized and have worked together in NXT, SmackDown, Raw, storylines against the uh, authority, storylines against each other, storylines all over the place. My bromance is going to be Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Ah, yeah, that would be a lovely bromance. So this is... (laughs) I haven't done that. This is this is but a bromance. It's not going to be just your tr- traditional we're friends and then they turn on each other. No, 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 no. This starts at Survivor Series when they're working in the ring in separate promotions. Um, oh, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown. <laughs> okay, so they're working in the same promotion, <laughs> and Braun comes into the ring um, against Sami Zayn. Of course, we've already seen this match a couple times. Uh, Sami Zayn does a kick to the knees of Braun, gets him down, and Owens tags himself in to get a, a, a frog, five, uh, frog splash on Braun. Of course, Braun kicks out, but on his way in, Owens gives the good game pat to Sami's butt and looks at his hand and looks back at Sami and looks at his hand. <laughs> and then he climbs up to do the uh, the... Frog splash. Braun kicks out. We get back we get back to it later and uh, Sammy is trying to tag in and Kevin tags in to get Sammy back into the ring. It can be Ray or whoever in the ring at this juncture. Um, and when he tags in, Sammy looks at his hand like, oh, there was something there. Oh. And so we have that slow build where they're there. Oh my gosh, our friendship. Yeah, that's important. And so they slowly rebuild their friendship, but it's something more. And eventually, Sammy at WrestleMania leans in to hug Kevin Owens after they just won the, the tag championships. And it goes straight Chuck and Billy, only when he does, Kevin or Owens not and Billy. <laughs> when he leans in for the hug. Kevin plants one on his cheek, and they both do the whole bro. No, no, man, bro. Sorry, it was just, yeah, I was, I was really happy. And slowly but surely develops into the first 
actual gay couple storyline, even though they're not really gay. Right. Well, I mean, Billy and Chuck weren't really gay, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in storyline, they weren't either. They were just two bromance. Oh, no, dude, they were getting married. They were pretty gay. Mm, they closed out that wedding with them pushing each other off. Like, I'm not, I'm not gay. I, I feel pretty much like you don't remember the ending to that storyline. <laughs> to that exact wedding. Yes. Well, I remember the three-minute warning. <laughs> no, they they told each other the the preacher or preacher or whoever the justice of the peace told them that they could kiss each other. They're like, what? No. And then the three-minute warning came out. Oh snap! So this will be the first gay storyline, yeah. but practically okay. I don't but know. They, like, actually, would feel I, like I, I feel like those two are consummate professionals enough that they could kiss each other. Yeah, probably. Like, that's a, that's a level of professionalism that that quite frankly professional wrestling has missed. Because yeah. usually <laughs> when it's when it's a guy and a girl, it's pretty over the top kissing and. And I want I want a movie style dude kiss, at least two. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I've kissed other dudes. <laughs> just saying, not in a not in a sensual way, but I let's just say that Smarks isn't the only one who has some theater history here. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Huh. I, I I'm top already it, Smarks. I, top it. <laughs> I don't think he can. No, I I most definitely won't because I'm I'm struggling right now. So. Give me a second still. Oh. Well, when you made it current rosters only and and only WWE, that uh, uh, threw me for that a bit of a took away your loop. Stephanie Chris Jericho one, didn't it? No, no. <laughs> but it did take away my Stephanie Macho Man one, so. Too soon? Too soon? <laughs> she was like 14. Yeah, that's... that's... That's from Jared from Subway shit right there. Jesus. <laughs> I'll show you my six inch. That's some Murphy Ray Mysterio's daughter shit right there. You know, it's interesting you say that since we, we're waiting for Smarks to, to look stuff up. Smarks, are you the one who sent us that meme? Were they like the closest in age of these creepy relationships that they've done? Uh, no, I was. So my friend had sent that to me, and then I realized, I'm like, oh my god. But the thing is, the other memes, so let's probably explain it to the viewers who obviously don't see the meme, um, or haven't. <laughs> so, um, I don't have it on me right now, but there was there's, Trish there's Jonathan meme with Creepy age differences. So it has Trish and Vince. 31 years difference. Must be looking at it right now. Yes. Uh, buddy, buddy and... Uh, um, Aaliyah. 12 years. Aaliyah. Yeah, 12 years difference. Um, what were the other two? Um, I'm trying to... One of them was Kane and... Um, Kane and Lita? Or Kane and Lita? AJ. AJ. AJ, AJ. AJ. Yeah. Uh, 20 years difference. The last one was... Uh, Ric Flair and, and Becky Lynch. Yes. Like 27 years there. Uh, 38. 38. Now, the problem with this meme, though, was the fact that... None of them were actual like relationships like Murphy and Thing. They had a kiss, yes. So that's what everyone was. Uh, Trish, Trish and AJ and... dated in in kayfabe. Yeah, and Trish and, and uh, Vince had a long term affair uh, while uh, Linda was catatonic. Yeah. Um, so Sorry, I mean, it was their chief. It was played off as an actual 
ship. The only one I, I'm not super familiar with was the Flair and uh, Becky Lynch one. If I remember right, he kissed her to, to help Charlotte win a match. Yeah. So that's the only one that kind of fits your narrative there, boy. Fair. I'll take it. One out of four ain't bad. <laughs> um, it's it's way worse odds than meatloaf. <laughs> Two out of three. <laughs> Lita and Edge. Does Lita make her return and have a relationship with Edge? How about Beth Phoenix and Edge? Do we get to see Beth Phoenix wrestle again? You can be generic as fuck if you want. Well, the, the tough thing is, I'm sitting here and I'm going, uh, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Because, you know, they're... Actually, so you're just going to be a lame ass like that? Is that what you're going to do? Well, I, that's why I'm trying to buy myself some time to think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so while he thinks, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you, for those of you who didn't see our live video of Wrestling Botch Along, of what we are going to have this November. We are going to have... Did you say have... November or Movember? I don't know, but either way, they both were kayfabe, because that's right, folks. It is uh, Testicular Cancer Month. And if you guys have anything to donate, by all means, that is certainly a good cause because cancer is a mother effer and it's not a good S word. Um, but we are that celebrating cancer. Really, any Sorry. of them is pretty bad. I don't think they compare within thing, but they're all pretty shitty. Um, and so with that, we are paying homage to one of the guys with the best beards in the wrestling industry and who has tons of botches whether intentional or non-intentional uh and that is the high hardcore icon himself mr three faces of foley we are paying homage to mankind this whole november for our wrestling botch along and it's gonna be a good time yeah we're excited we're gonna we're gonna have probably what what you wouldn't consider botches maybe what you would consider botches um but uh definitely career shortening items that could fall under a botch even if it wasn't a, a mistake even if, if, if power bombing somebody onto straight concrete was intended or somebody going through the top of a cage the first time was intended we think that one probably wasn't the second time it was intended obviously because they gimmicked the ring too yeah but technically how we fell was a botch but if you guys want to hear more about that match, you certainly have to watch or listen and then botch along with us for the Hell in a Cell match because that will be our first one we're going to do when Mankind faces The Undertaker in Hell in a Cell uh, at King of the Ring, if I'm not mistaken. So that should be fun, and I hope you guys are excited for that. Because I'm not of- King of the Ring. <laughs> I have King I of the Ring. No way out. I think it's No Way Out 98. Here, let's look. Mankind Undertaker. Hell in a Cell. U-N-D-E-R. Here. That occurred at... King of the Ring. You're just guessing now. I have Wikipedia right here. Mick Foley. The match took place at King of the Ring pay-per-view on June 28th, 1998. You can either accept it or stay in denial your entire life. Why is, why is, nope. why is nope. King of the nope. Ring just... Nope. Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose. Why is King of the Ring just in Pittsburgh? What does the Pittsburgh have to do with anything? To like... <laughs> it was in Pittsburgh, though. I was right it's somewhere. 
It's kind of a wrestling. No, I didn't say that. I was right. It was, it's it's a major wrestling city. That's fair. Yeah, still right though. I get brownie points. Okay. Nah. You know who's not getting brownie points? Officer Smart for taking a sweet time. I'm sure he's got a great one coming. He probably has like Undertaker and Sarah. <laughs> I'm not the divorce there guy. Yeah, I am. Maybe uh, we should go with Undertaker I'm Michelle. Just, I was just waiting for you guys to get done with your uh, uh, botchalong promo. So <laughs> <laughs> worst promo ever. You'd almost call it a botch. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't. So someday <laughs> someone's gonna watch that promo uh, and talk about it with other people so they'll be botching along with the botch along promo oh snap that's it'll be, it'll be botchception it's bopceptional and now back to your regular programming officer <laughs> well so I, I was thinking what I'd probably do is take a little stroll down the opposite side of what DA Fape did because, okay. because, like you said, we've had a, a fair share of heterosexual romances over the years. Are um, you going girl or girl? I, I think I am going girl, girl. All um, right. But I am going to keep this at least somewhat grounded, uh, so that so to so as to avoid the um, over glamorization of of uh something or or i don't know what the word, best word for it is i'm not going to cast someone who is not at least somewhere within the lgbtq community for it so oh. we're talking well, to returning there's, Sonia no, Deville. there's no out of the closet gay men or bisexual men in wwe oh, i have limitations but there's a reason for that, but that's another thing altogether. But for me, we're going with a returning Sonya Deville. Um, and uh, no, it's not going to be with Mandy Rose or pretty much anyone uh, there. It's going to be with a often rumored but never 100% confirmed. Shayna Baszler. But legitimate badass Shayna Baszler because come on can you not but it's confirmed no didn't she come out she has never 100% confirmed it but she's also never denied it either uh for the most part she's just kind of kept it as a non as, well, yeah. as no you know not the reason that, that she should be anything anywhere anybody except for her significant other yes yeah. it's it's just not an issue for her but it's heavily heavily rumored and um you know, might as well capitalize on it, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if I'm playing Vince McMahon here, uh, like, that's good S-word. <laughs> I don't know if... Okay. And that would be a pretty hot couple. Right? Don't would... they fit together pretty darn well? I feel like maybe they are a couple. Oh, no, I think Sonya Deville is, like, in a relationship. Yes, she is. Yeah, no, but that would be a pretty badass couple. Even, honestly, to have them, like... Even tag team, I would like to see that because they both would be just phenomenal with each other too. They're both, well, Shayna Baszler's awesome, and Sonya Deville's a pretty decent wrestler, and uh, Sonya great. Tech. But yeah, that that romance there is nice. So, Good call on that one. So most of this is going to be based off of the tried and true uh, American television trope of the will they or won't they situation um if anyone familiar with american especially like 
uh, crime procedurals uh, of the 80s and 90s know that that's that's what we go to is the will they or won't they we're talking moonlighting or <laughs> Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd coming up mm-hmm. here or what, yeah yeah we're or or even even uh, uh, uh friends will they or won't they with Ross and Rachel um that's gonna be the vibe I'm going for with this they're gonna be placed into a partnership together forced to tag um and there's gonna be sparks flying from day one but there's gonna be roadblocks put up at every turn uh be it Sonya's dating someone uh so uh, Shayna has to just kind of stand back and let that happen or then oh they break up and they lean on each other for support but then oh now it's a rebound so so I don't I don't want to act too fast on it at this point and then oh they missed their chance now Shayna's got someone um I think I think that's the way you stretch it out into a long-term storyline instead of it just being a short you know two or three month gimmick that then moves on uh and then eventually, eventually, the stars align, and they end up together. Aww. <laughs> and sparks fly. And then and two, two the white dresses. blood of dress- all their opponents. Yeah, and the blood of all their opponents. So yeah. Well, that's the, and then two, two white dresses for a wedding on TV, and uh, someone tries to object, and they beat, both beat the tar out of them. Do uh, you... Not, now you're going pretty Vincey there, because do you really think if Shannon... If Shayna Baszler is straight, do you think she's wearing a white dress at a wedding? Yeah, you're right. You're right. White <laughs> suits? Two white suits? That might work better. I'm just... I mean, it'd, it'd be better for them to be dress. in white suits when they kick the crap out of someone who tries to object in yeah. the middle. Yeah, we don't um, We don't need a Liv Morgan-Lana storyline here. In fact, maybe you make it be Liv Morgan or Lana. Lana. Lana does it, and they beat the tar, and they put her through a table. Because uh, that's what they're doing with Lana now, is put her through a table. Did you get the idea to put Lana through a table? I don't know. It just kind of came to me. <laughs> I know. That was so random. <laughs> I mean, WWE's doing it every week, so we might as well. <laughs> um, so, I was also trying to look. So, yeah, it seems like to be heavily rumored everywhere, because um, she is part of the LG. But it also mentions that Paige is also... Lesbians. I don't know if this page is. Uh, page um, is pretty confirmed bisexual, but. Oh, okay. Like, which would put. Like that. I've watched the confirmations of her bisexual. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I have heard from D. A. Fabe of him watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Paige. Xavier Woods told me about it. That's all I'm saying. Xavier Woods might have told me a little something about it, as well as Albert Alberto Del Rio did. Before he went to prison. Oh, jeez. They, they both maybe told me a little something about her. Something tells me with Alberto Del Rio that he's going to find out the other side of swimming both ways. <laughs> Y'all going to hell. Every single one of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm wrong with it. He might find he really likes it. Oh, all I'm saying is this this is the most truthful part of this entire podcast that we've done. <laughs> so I just want to establish that we're offending a lot of people during this truthful part. So I don't know how truthful. I don't know how is. how offensive that can be. One of them did some videos of her with other people. One of them went to jail because he's a scumbag. 
And he was in one of those videos. And there's the connotation that sometimes when you're in jail, you do things with whomever may be available. Yeah. Hey, so. Good fight. Your, uh, keep your Twitch online and screw WWE. You can do it. We stay strong with you. Um, but yeah, Sonya Deville and uh, Baszler. I'm all down for that. And uh, good call. Good job, guys, on that one. Also, really mad props to Zelina Vega for using what has really become a porn site to still do everything she does on Twitch. Yeah, uh, it's it's a loophole that I think will be closed fairly fast. But for the time being, and know. no nudity, just yeah, for the time. very cool that she she found a loophole there. Yep, you for have the time. to for that to watch her game on. No, well, she yeah. She the thing she does with with uh, OnlyFans is less about replacing Twitch and more about replacing things like Cameo, really, because uh, you can get get on her OnlyFans and subscribe, and then she'll do uh, special videos and and pictures. She'll do a video for, for you for a certain amount of money, and yep. And so I mean, she's effectively using it to replace Cameo, right. but I I think that will, loophole will be closed relatively fast. Um, I guess I don't know. Maybe Vince is oblivious to it, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure Vince knows about OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure he's already signed up for hers. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sneak peek without being perverted. Oh, I got a new subscription. It's a Mince Vic Van. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Wow this this took a downturn. I feel oh, like I'm at least a third responsible for this downturn. Oh look, it's a it's a Vince McMoon. I wonder who that is. Alistair, <laughs> this guy looks just like our boss. <laughs> oh, I got a good S line as another subscriber. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Oh, there's uh, also another one. Store hired. Five one four. Hmm. Get it. Uh, So my my fantasy booking is actually a little bit more serious. There's a oh. uh, an event coming up um, called Survivor Series. You guys might have heard of it. Nope, completely nope. oblivious. Nope. Is yeah. that new? Yeah, it, that's, that's relatively yeah. new. Yep, yep. What they're going to do is they're going to take two, uh, WWE's two main roster brands, and they have matches between five wrestlers from each brand, both in the men's and women's division, and they they wrestle in an elimination style match. It's kind of a cool little setup, tag match. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to have you guys book that. There is uh, two, or there's one to be determined still on the Raw roster. There are three to be determined still on the SmackDown roster. Uh, the reason I say this is a little bit more serious is you guys have heard we we introduced a new show, um, Botch Along. Uh, you've also probably heard on several other shows that we have Mr. Smarks on that we uh, tend to get a little frustrated when he gives us the, the, the match to watch. Um, Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set this up in a very very simple way. Uh, winner of this booking will get to choose the match that the other person has to watch with me. So I'm gonna take the punishment that we do the first week in in uh, December. So this gives JLB the chance to get revenge on Smarks for the dog kennel from hell match. 
Snap, you're going to have to repeat that again. I saw a meme and so, I got distracted. The winner between you two of choosing to of how to book the uh, the um, Hell in a Cell, or not the Hell in a the uh, men's traditional Survivor Series match, gets to choose the match for the first weekend in September in December that the other person has to watch with me. Oh, it's your yeah. chance to get a little bit of revenge. As long as you both agree to this, your chance to get a little bit of revenge on Smarks and Smarks can go, well, I've been keeping this one in my back pocket and I'm going to really punish him for even bringing this up. If he wants, you guys agree? <laughs> Survivor Series agree. happens before that. Smarks? <laughs> sure. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Give JLB a week off. Well, you I can't exactly promise that, but you know, we'll we'll <laughs> see how that works. I said it could. It could. <laughs> so whoever most accurately does it, you also have to fill in those TBDs to be determined. So um there's a really good shot that you uh lose some significant points for not having the right wrestlers in those spots. Snap. Okay, so let me get the names of the people who are actually there so i have to keep obviously the people that are there yeah yep and their elimination order how many people are left who's left we know that nxt isn't going to get pushed at this one which is kind of nice well to be perfectly honest uh i don't think nxt is even going to be in it at all yeah that's what i mean so I mean, I guarantee you Halloween Havoc is probably going to be better than Survivor Series. So, you know, NXT's already got one up on them. That's that's why I'm giving you the the <laughs> opportunity to punish me, <laughs> I guess. Um, Currently right. on the rosters here. I know that Raw has Braun Strowman, AJ Styles. Keith Lee, Sheamus, and TBD. Determined. <laughs> And SmackDown, SmackDown only has Jay Kevin Uso. Owens and Jey Uso. Yep, and three other TBDs. Very weird team. I mean, I'm excited to see Kevin Owens and Jey Uso together, but I feel like this is the first time working together, so it's quite interesting. Um, and obviously, we can't have people who are ready in other matches, correct? Yeah, yeah, so, obviously, you can't have Roman. You can't have... Hmm. Unless, of course, you want to put them... I mean, if you, if you think somehow uh, Roman's going to... Lose, drop the title beforehand and you want him to be one of those three you can do it yeah it's true Roman could be the first match again oh um... by the way one point for being correct in their positions and whether or not they're eliminated and how many are left and all that stuff 10 points for being for having the correct number left and 15 points for choosing the right winning team okay fair so <clears throat> joining Okay, so damn. All right, I have to. Yeah, I do wonder who they're actually gonna put. Hmm. I mean, if you wanted to have Sami Zayn lose so that he can be on the SmackDown team, you can. Then we can start the love storyline. <laughs> so no, but that's it. You can't technically use Sami's. Okay, but doesn't matter essentially. Um. Yeah, the love storyline. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn definitely won't do that. That would be some good S word though. Because they're both entertaining. They make it fun. It would be almost like KO and Jericho. Like, they could have made that a bromance. Yeah, totally could. Are, are you just killing time so you can think? Because, you know, it sounds like you are. I mean, do you have it? I have a concept. Okay. I, have an, I, have, I have ideas. So, Team Raw. Already, of course, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, and Braun Strowman. I feel that the remaining 
uh, member will be Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. I think that's draw. that's just the way it's probably going to be. Uh, SmackDown's a little tougher because there's so many openings right now. Um, but I have kind of a concept because one of the things they love to tell storyline-wise in uh, these things is can people put aside their differences? So we've got Kevin Owens, Jay Uso. Uh, I think we then have um, uh, Murphy and Seth Rollins in it. Can they put aside their differences? Can the Friday night Messiah, doesn't work sound well, right? Friday night prophet, I don't know, uh, uh, lead the team to victory. Um, so it's just one other member to to load in there that. Oh my I'm God, you're going to put Dominic in this. You could put Ray Mysterio. Don't you dare. You better put Ray than Dominic. I swear to God. But Dominic would probably be the choice. That would be one way to do it. Um, so then this would also round Seth Rollins then, essentially. Yeah. It's a Rollins version. This whole Survivor Series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, everybody, KO, KO had issues with Seth. So it would all be surrounded by Seth Rollins, which would kind mm-hmm. of take away from the match. Where the Monday Night Messiah started at Survivor Series last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, snap. and his whole thing is, I can pull people together, right? So can he pull all these people together? I'm just debating on whether to do Rey Mysterio or someone else. Um... Because I feel, I feel that final one uh, would be best used as powerhouse, and so I'm kind of thinking uh, Cesaro for that one. Well, it also makes it so that Ray can interfere here mm-hmm. and cost him. Um, I'm thinking Big E's going to be in it though. Possibly really good chance that's... to feature a guy that they're about to have a singles run with. So and, yeah, and that's that's one that was kind of kind of on my mind too. But I'm I'm going to go with Cesaro. Um, you can try Big E if you want. Um, but for me, that's the team that I'm ending up with. Um, in the end, um, I think, I think Raw's going to be the victor, uh, if only because in Vince McMahon's mind, Raw is still the flagship show. And I think that's the way he's going to go. Okay. So how, how do you, how do you book it? Um, I think uh, you continue to allow uh, Rollins to play the chicken shit by avoiding uh, ch- chances to be eliminated, tagging in someone else, um, you know, and allowing other to take the pin. Um, I think this uh, leads to one of the first uh, eliminations, maybe even the first one is Jey Uso uh, giving... Roman a big disappointment in Jay, uh, which will play out over the following weeks afterwards. Um, I think I think Jay first, Sheamus second, Kevin Owens, and then Cesaro, leaving you just with uh, Seth and Murphy for SmackDown. And most of the team from Raw. Uh, then we get <coughs> we get some surprise eliminations. Uh, Keith Lee out, AJ Styles out, um, then Murphy, and finally Seth Rollins out, leaving 
Ron and McIntyre. Ron and Drew McIntyre left. Um, and I think having them being the survivors can lead to a potential storyline between them going forward uh, to give Drew McIntyre a filler feud for a short period they, of time. Until they put the strap back on him. Until they put the strap back on him. Okay. okay. So, yeah, because McIntyre doesn't have a match, huh? Nope. Nope. So, yeah, McIntyre. Only titles be- in the traditional sur- Survivor Series. Snap. Okay, so I do like... Because I was going to put Jeff Hardy there. And the reason why I was going to put Jeff Hardy there is because he's not going to have uh, a crazy thing, but I'm thinking they're going to continue the thing with Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Still kind of going on, and Elias is going to somewhat get, and I feel like they're going to do like something or something there. So that's why Hardy's I'm thinking... fifth member of Raw? Yeah, so that's where I'm going with. I don't know why they don't have McIntyre, though. Because I think they're going to do a Jeff Hardy versus Elias, another final matchup to see who's going to get in. And Jeff Hardy is going to win again. Wait, what McIntyre is McIntyre is going to show up for this. McIntyre will be at this paper. He has to. And that's why I'm kind of like, oh, but he has to be. I seriously thought they were going to do. Um... Oh, no, because it's champion versus. Oh, it's true. Randy Orton's the champion now. Right. Uh, oh, snap. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, McIntyre would have to be wrong. McIntyre has to be there. And that's the only spot that would make sense. Um, Not that Hardy couldn't interfere against Sheamus. That's it. So there is that. That could happen. So, boom, we have McIntyre and Raw. For SmackDown, uh, you have... So you have KO, Uso. uh, You have Big E. I like the whole Seth Rollins idea with Murphy in there to add... um, it's center around almost all Seth Rollins. This is going to play out a bit more differently, though. So, first person that is... So, who did I pick? So, SmackDown is... Okay, so Uso, uh, Uso, KO, uh, Murphy, Seth, and Big E. So, that's my SmackDown. Okay. Um, you're going to have Big E look like a beast in this match, though. Big E... So the first person getting eliminated is Sheamus due to interference via Jeff Hardy because they're going to still continue on. Well, they kind of finished their feud, but that's still they're, they're going to rehash it, make it happen because something's going to happen with Elias. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold you to the storyline part because that's uh, if I held you to as elaborate as you're making this storyline, it guarantees Smarks doesn't have to do a botch along. Okay. <laughs> fair um and next up so then we have we essentially have uh murphy leaving so we're gonna have sheamus leaving first murphy leaving on smackdown side we got mm, okay yeah so yeah so we got first sheamus leaving then murphy leaving i Seth Rowe, uh, Seamus Murphy. Sorry, I'm just trying also to play out the storylines in my head. Um, essentially, oh, it's so interesting how WWE is going to try and do this. They could do so many things here. Um, like Biggie's taking out Braun. That's how they're going to kind of do it. So you have Braun leaving. Biggie's going to be this huge powerhouse in the uh, in the matchup, and it's going to be. SmackDown winning the matchup, courtesy the reasoning for Big E um, is going to be the cause to win. So you're going to have all of the wrestlers on SmackDown 
basically, it's going to be like Big E against four Raw guys sort of ordeal. So Big E versus AJ, Keith, Braun, and McIntyre? And Big E winning. No, no. You've just made him the baddest mofo on the planet. Bro, but you got to do something. Okay, maybe not all. You just had him beat the one of the top five wrestlers in the world in three beasts. But that's because, okay, yeah, but you're going to have, because you're going to have AJ screw over Braun. Right, because okay. they didn't get along, so you're gonna have AJ kind of screw over Braun. That's why Big E is gonna beat Braun. So you're gonna have Raw basically crumble against each other, and then um, you're going to then have the same kind of ordeal where. Uh, so who's Lee... the next one to get eliminated after Murphy? So after is Murphy, Braun? yeah, after Murphy, it's gonna be Braun, and then. AJ is going to beat KO. Okay. Um, then, I don't know why Uso is still in this match. You're going to have Keith Lee kill Uso. Um, and then you're going to have who's left on the SmackDown. So Uso's gone. KO is gone. Rollins and Big E are left on SmackDown. They're left on SmackDown. AJ, Keith Lee, and Wrong. McIntyre are left on, on uh, Raw. Uh, so then you're gonna have yeah. So then you're gonna have who's left on SmackDown? Rollins and Biggie. So then yeah, you're gonna have also uh, Rollins get uh, knocked out by Key. Yeah. So no, you're gonna have Biggie take take out these monsters. You're gonna have Biggie take out the champion. Uh, champion? Uh, another champion. You're gonna have Biggie take out the former champion McIntyre, and so you're he gonna goes have, out sixth. He goes out sixth. And then you're gonna have Rollins is still around, right? Keith is taking out Rollins, though. So you're gonna have Big E versus Keith Lee. And Big E versus Keith Lee and AJ. Uh oh, snap! Shoot, AJ. AJ is still in it. So Keith Lee screws AJ over because AJ is being cocky throughout the match, and Big E just takes care of him. So you have Big E versus Keith Lee at the end. You have one on one at the end. Wow. Yeah, you have one on one at the end, and this this pushes. Big E to big stuff. He has to be the next person fixing for that title. I don't know how they're going to do it with Roman involved, but Big E has to be winning something at Mania. Cool. Well, Smarks, go ahead and start picking out what we're going to do in June and December. <laughs> hey, I feel pretty confident. <laughs> Hopefully, Vince listens to this and he realizes that. <laughs> Much yeah. along, so. yeah. I don't think I'm gonna have to sue for a recount and anything. So. <laughs> Pretty confident here. It's, it's still two fifty-three. I really liked your 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 concept of Big E. I just the the thought of him running the tables on those particular guys. Like I think you have to have. It's I think you have to. Have, right if other, I'm doing though. Big E, I have Big E get to the end and lose. And Rollins go, well, you failed us. And and reiterate that same storyline to reheal up Rollins to fix the and also storyline already. Drive, drive a big storyline going forwards of Rollins versus Big E, uh, which could definitely establish Big E down the road. Yeah. But. No, I mean, it's fine. And I like, I like the idea of establishing Big E. I really do. Um, 
I don't know. I, I really think who wins it is going to be the bigger the bigger kicker for who gets to pick this. So if SmackDown does win it, um, you know, with 15 points for choosing the winner and you two having different winners chosen, um, you know, just because I really, really want to see Smarks do a really crappy botch, and you better do your research. <laughs> a really crappy botch long. Um, I, uh, I hope I guess, I'm right. I don't know, man, because they could go so. SmackDown wins that that yeah. uh, traditional Survivor they, Series. They could literally go so many ways with this, though. It really, like, first of all, it depends on who those other three people are, and you know, it might not even be. I mean, Seth Rollins, I feel like, is almost a guarantee that he's in it, like for sure. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right there. I think with last year's storyline, it would. I think he probably should have come out this week and been like, I'm going to be the captain because I need to rectify what happened last year. Oh, man. Even more importantly, how are they going to have a Survivor Series without arguably their biggest star? Um, Yeah. In yeah, okay. Second biggest if you put Roman ahead of him. Might even be bro. It might even be be bro. But I don't think he's getting a push right now. That's it, but I don't know. Like, Where do you put McIntyre? It has to be McIntyre then on Raw. Ah, it's so weird. Okay, yeah, it has to be McIntyre though. Like, I would love to see Matt Riddle. In I would there. say hands down though. Right now, the Raw roster is the stronger roster. So you know, let's have our our Superman punching guy win over a weak roster. That'll did, show did, everybody how Brady is. Did AJ what? have it with Matt Riddle? He did. No, on SmackDown. A feud? No, not yet. Like it's not, it's not like a long-term feud. I think he had a matchmaking against him. Small little thing. Okay. Okay. Right. And then Baron came out during that or something to help AJ. Okay. So they didn't really, because I was thinking maybe that's something they could do. Because then it would be like, everybody hates AJ if you have Riddle in there. But they wasn't really a big feud. You got to have McIntyre in there, though. You absolutely have to. There's no, you can't have you, you cannot not have McIntyre on the paper. I think he has to show up that night. I don't know if he shows up as the fifth man or not. Um, there's plenty of argument for, I, I liked your hearty pick. I, I, I think he has to show up. I think Miz has to show up. But Miz is just going to show up to, you know, look like he's going to cash in. I don't think he's cashing in on Randy Orton this week. Yeah, that was genius by what they, uh, when they did that. And then McIntyre, I, I don't think he's going to, I don't think Miz is going to try to cash in again with any time soon. It's going to be definitely after Survivor Series. Because I think there could be this week. lots of schmas in the title match, in the in the two the Universal versus WWE. Oh yeah, because of all the setup that they've done Monday. That's more of a prediction show thing. We don't really do prediction shows, but I think that Fiend is going to get involved. I think McIntyre is going to get involved, and I think um, Miz is going to get involved. And I think they're going to try and set up whoever the next, whoever Roman's next challenger is. Yeah, that would. Make Which sense. might be that Big E storyline you're talking talking about. Remember, back in 1994, the greatest year of WWE, Diesel got his title shot because of how well he performed at SmackDown or at uh, Survivor Series. Oh, am I dieseling? Am I dieseling Big E? Is that what I'm? T- <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch! This is not good at all. Damn it, Mark Smarks! You're definitely not going to be uh, a bunch of lungs. <laughs> I've dieseled Big E. I, I should, I should throw, throw myself in the river or something. Jesus, this is not going to be good. <laughs> and uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yep. Yeah. So 
I'm going to start researching which uh, <laughs> match I want to have you guys do. So yeah. long as SmackDown doesn't win, you're safe, I think, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it would be awfully entertaining if SmackDown won, but I got all of the other predictions right and somehow or another eked out a win. That would be my ideal situation, I think, because... Well, just picking the right competitors. I mean, if if Cesaro's in it, SmackDown wins. Well, yeah. How, how do we define the winner? So, what if we get, let's say, half and halves on the picks? He he explained the point value. Each of the the picks is worth a certain amount of points. In their elimination order, if you have them right in the elimination order, um, then that that's going to be the most overall value if your elimination order is the closest. Should be the so that's that's the same number of points is the elimination order. But if you have more left, then so the winner obviously is is number one. That's fifteen points. Okay. The elimination order being the closest to the actual elimination order is second. That's 10 points. And then picking the individual wrestlers, which you picked four, will be two points apiece. That way it can actually over overshadow the other one if you get all of that right. Okay, I think I'm good with the picks. Just okay. not good with the elimination. You're right. So I got the picks and I got the win. It's not the elimination. <laughs> well, if you get the win and you have one of the picks and he doesn't, if you if you get Biggie and he doesn't have because you guys have the same number of picks, so it's really only two points that are up for grabs there. Mm-hmm. Well, because we picked almost exactly the same except for Biggie and Cesaro. Biggie and Cesaro. That's um, all right. But okay, honey, we got a good time for you too. <laughs> you looking for some rotten cotton? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so that that's a good spot to uh, go to uh, your favorite thing. Yeah, my favorite thing, which is Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. I'm going to challenge everyone with a list of three WWE wrestlers that they need to relocate to a different company. The first round, your choices are members of Retribution. Slapnuts, T-Boz, and P. Diddy's best friend, Mace. Okay, do they have to be the Retribution members? Well, of course, they're not going to be the Retribution members when they hit other... I mean, do they have to go with the mask and be... No. Okay, so really, I get Dio... um, Thorne and... Yeah. Gene Thorne and and, uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Okay, do you want to go first, or you want me to go first here? Um, No, you would go first. Okay. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic is the most talented of that group, hands down. And AEW needs more big guys, so ta-da, he's going to AEW. Um, not not that they haven't grown their big guy roster. I'm not dogging on. Six months ago, it would have been they need a big guy. Now they've kind of grown their big guy roster, but it definitely improves it. Um, uh, Shane Thorne's a good wrestler. I hate him, but he's a good wrestler. Um, so I, I Impact is not a breeding ground for up and comers. Impact is a breeding ground for up and comers who already know what they're doing. Um, Shane Thorne is a really good fit there, especially with the X Division, especially with all the other stuff that they have going on. He's a really good fit for the breeding ground for up and comers who know wrestling. Dio. 
was regulated to commentary because he wasn't good, and he's still not great. Well, and ROH can develop talent like no other. Um, and so I'm going to send him to ROH for his benefit because they can actually develop talent. And I don't know that Impact is really all that great at developing the talent. I think they're good at finding quality talent and then allowing it to develop additionally, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you saying, because, I mean, would you consider Impact was the one, or TNA was the one that developed AJ, or AJ was already just so phenomenally talented? AJ was already phenomenally talented, if you see some of his early WWE stuff. Um he was incredibly talented. What Impact did was allowed him to have that showcase of that ability. Because mm. um, WWE is not good at letting small guys showcase their abilities um, at all, whatsoever. Good at that. Um, and so AJ ended up being able to prove prove himself at Impact, get the contract at, at New Japan Pro, and then come back as widely recognized as... as a top five wrestler in the world. Yeah. So, um, he's not, don't get me wrong. He's chosen to take the retirement route where, where old guys go to die, but WCW doesn't exist anymore. So, (laughs) right. No, it's WWE. Um, that's why Shane Thorne goes to impact is because it gives him an opportunity. I think it opens up doors for him in Europe. I think it opens up doors for him in Japan. Uh, I think it opens up doors for him to be better viewed in WWE. Um, and if you look at, at what ROH does for wrestlers, I don't know if they can do it with a big guy, but what I do know is ROH has produced Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, well, they do do it for big guys because Cesaro, um, you know, uh, uh, Bobby Roode was there for a little while. Um, I just think that that's that's the level of development that Dio needs. Um, I I don't know that he... He's got the look for Impact. I just don't know that he has the talent yet for or the skill yet for Impact. I don't know that he has the talent for the job, but... Certainly doesn't yeah. have a skill yet for impact. I haven't seen him in too many matches, so I don't know. Like, just and maybe that's why, because he's just not good, and that's yeah. why they, they let him. Go I mean, they didn't, even, they didn't even load him onto NXT when he went back down to NXT. That's it. Like, he he, he wasn't even enhancement talent in NXT, and right now he mostly delivers bumps and runs away. So I, I maybe think, that should be his T-shirt. Delivers bumps, bumps and, and runs, runs away. away. <laughs> Give bumps and run. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That sounds like... Uh, you know, Roman has wreck everyone and leave. He has gives bumps and runs away. <laughs> it's the same thing, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I, I think there's some... I think there's a lot of learning left to do for Dio. Not that not that he won't eventually be there. I mean, if somebody, if somebody had looked at... Uh, Oz back in the day that I never thought he'd have been the WWE champion Diesel in 1994 for nearly a year wow a year Jesus <laughs> I don't know why I'm on a Diesel stint tonight but I am so that's where we're at so um, you know or even even me and Mark Callis not a whole lot of people thought he was going to be 
you know, uh, what is he, six-time world champion? Probably at the time, they thought he was more of an enhanced body bodyguard type. Mm. He ends up being ends up being the Undertaker and having a long career as a gimmick wrestler when gimmick wrestling stopped being cool. Well, that was actually a meme I saw the other day. Someone was complaining about how AEW just uh, takes wrestlers from WWE that uh, WWE wasn't using and and makes them their stars and how that that's horrible and yeah 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 and someone pointed out that uh most of the biggest stars in wwf in the late 90s were rejects from wcw that wcw stone cold steve austin yep stone cold steve austin yeah, Chris Jericho eventually. Yeah, um, Eddie Guerrero, Terror Ryzen, aka Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, he actually had two names in WCW and and transitioned through several names in in WWE. But he became and Jean Paul and Mean Mark Callis. These were all people that WCW had and weren't utilizing properly who went off to uh, the competition and became their biggest stars. So, Yeah, but that's how... Triple H is only after, what, after two years of being Hunter Hearst Hemsley? So, I mean, it still took trips I mean, a while. If you think about it, WCW did the same thing. They took that incredible star, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, and turned him into... Well, I mean, yeah, WWE did took, there. They took non-established star Bret Hart. Yeah, and turned him into a... the fuck out of him. Star. Oh, no, that was Goldberg's doing. <laughs> no, the the writing of the storylines was not Goldberg's doing. He's never been a writer. He's never even been I mean, in, in fairness, I get what his point was, because Goldberg literally did bury... Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he, he definitely gave him the last concussion, yes. Ooh, that sounds like that could be like a documentary, the last concussion. I'm sure it is. <laughs> sounds like it could be a hell of a finisher, but uh, you can only do it once, so. <laughs> I mean, that would be the perfect finisher, technically. You hit him with the last concussion. He's out. Forever. <laughs> is that is that like is that like Butterbean versus, versus Dark Gun? Oh. Yeah, it sounds about right. Oh my god, don't do that. Yeah, I was thinking, ooh, maybe <laughs> Brawl for All for the Botchalog in December. Oh, Jesus. Why would well, you that give one up- match isn't long enough to make a whole Botchalog. Well, that's what I think. You'd have to basically do the entire Brawl for All. Oh my gosh. Tournament. I gotta watch <laughs> Dr. Death Steve Williams get knocked out by Bart Gunn. Hey, listen, he's the, it's WWE's fault for thinking that Dr. Death Steve Williams was the toughest wrestler they had. And I blame JR for that. That's maybe fair. They should have, maybe they should have pushed the real Steve Williams at that time. No, but he was already big. Steve Austin's real name is Steve Williams. Yeah, and that's what I was referring to. He was already big. He was already a main card wrestler. You mean Steve Williams, Dr. Death? No, I mean Steve Austin. You said the real Steve Williams, which is Austin's real name. Uh, it was '96. He wasn't. He wasn't quite all the way pushed yet. No, Brawl for All '96. Brawl for All was '98. Was it? Yeah, I know this. Yeah, he's already a big deal. Yeah, exactly. One job. Whatever, dude. Like, <laughs> I apologize that my one job suddenly became being a Brawl for All expert, and I failed at it because I don't want that fucking job. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we know why you couldn't do your one job. There we go. I fucking it's... quit. I don't want to be the brawl for all expert. You can be the brawl for all expert. Yeah, and uh, and just the FYI, they were actually uh, planning on it eventually leading to a pay per view match between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Doctor Death Steve Williams. So really. Yep. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Whoever won, they were gonna have Doctor Death. They thought Doctor Death could beat Better Bean. They thought Doctor Death was gonna win the whole thing. In and fact, Better Bean wasn't even gonna be a thing. The reason allegedly, why Butterbean was involved, yeah. allegedly, they'd already paid him the prize money before his second round fight. Allegedly. <laughs> wow. Anyway, okay. So moving forward, I'm going with. Uh, I'm going with. Um, Dio to ROH because I feel like he would not do good. I feel like in AEW they wouldn't be able to uh, make him a star, and he needs a lot of work. So they he could to... he could play in a Wardlow role there. That's probably his extent in AEW. Right, but what is Wardlow really doing? Right exactly. Now? So um, I'd rather see uh, Shane Thorne there. I think Shane Thorne would be fun in AEWs. I like it. Uh, and then, so then that would mean uh, Dijakovic goes for TNA, possibly becoming the TNA champion, because Dijakovic, I find, is an absolute great wrestler and can be a top guy in uh, Impact. I like it. Does Shane Thorne bring his fuzzy vest with him to to AEWs? No, I don't want uh, I don't want a crazy gimmick, Shane Thorne. I just want a Shane Thorne to a fuzzy fuzzy vest though before Sorry. he wore a Jason mask. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Make him a whole new character, whatever have you. Uh, we we clearly see that AEW can't take anything. I don't know, man. AEW doesn't have a good track record with taking on WWE wrestlers aside from Jericho and Mox. Miro's not doing anything. Just give Shane Thorne a whole new makeover. You've given Miro a month and a half. Give him time. I still got to listen to his talk as Jericho. I hope that's interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing there. Okay. And you can challenge me or challenge us now. Yeah. So I am going to pick my theme will be Quebecers. So we got Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. And do we only have two Quebecers? And like, I can't say Maurice because she's not even wrestling. PCO. Oh, wait, he's not in WWE. Sorry. Um, okay. So I can't go Quebecers. <laughs> yes. Canadians. So Sami Zayn. Chris, uh, Sami Zayn, Keo, and uh, Natalia. Oh man, I really was hoping you were gonna go. You think you know me? No, no. Although that Edge. would be interesting too. Well, we're gonna still with Natalia because I'm wondering where you would want to put her. You're gonna do Natalia because you want to torture me. Yeah. Wow. You're just he knows jealous what you're gonna do to us on that on that uh, botch along. I think he's already tapped out on the botch along. He's gonna make these as miserable as possible for you. That's the idea. <laughs> I'll go first so that Smarks can tell me how wrong I am about what I'm about to do. <laughs> Fuck that. Natalia's gonna go to ROH. I was gonna put her in AE Dubs because the women's division, but Dude, that women's division's it. gotten pretty solid and so Natalia can go to ROH and carry the name there and talk in her husky voice to do some talking and, and maybe even win the men's title or something. I don't know. Uh, I won't watch it. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm not up on Saturday nights when Sinclair puts out ROH. That's what I'm saying. And if I am up at that time of night, 
I'm not watching ROH. <laughs> so, sure. second thing I'm going to do is put Kevin Owens to AEW because fucking Kevin Owens. That's why. <laughs> fight Owens, fight. I'm the only yeah, one who's dropped F bombs and I've dropped like a dozen of them tonight. So, I don't even Fuck care. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help. Um, then, last but not least, I'm going to throw Sami Zayn uh, in that beautiful X Division with maybe lending some legitimacy that isn't so gimmicky to a promo, which is absolutely fantastic. And the first thing he's going to do is feud with anybody James Mitchell has under his belt or under his thumb so that we can maybe get rid of the whole James Mitchell concept because that's really, we talk about how they have dark characters there. Can we get rid of the guy that's supposed to be the reason they have dark characters there all the time? Because I really disdain James Mitchell, and I've been nice about it, and I don't want to be nice anymore. Oh. He he is he is next year's Jim Cornette. Oh, Jesus. And so, Sammy Zane is going to be the savior of the people. Yeah. And maybe he'll even come out and bring his friend along with him, El Generico. That would be hey. fantastic. Fact, hey, there's no proof the that they know each friend. other. I mean, Sami Zayn just stole El Generico's finishing maneuvers and changed their names, you know, so. But they clearly have to be friends. You what, Sami Zayn can't go to Mexico and meet a new guy and he randomly met El Generico? I'm not, I'm just saying there's no proof, right? We have never seen them together, so. (laughs) I'd love if, if, now there's a storyline for you. If they tag together and then have a match against each other, you can get a guy that looks somewhat like El Generico to play El Generico in a match against Sami Zayn because they're not the same guy. Sorry. I or you could convince El Generico to come out of retirement, you know? I mean, get the real El Generico. Yeah. Against Sami Zayn. To go against Sami Zayn, or yes. tagging with Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. which would just be entertaining as I'll get out. That'd be a great story to tell, and Impact could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. could A-Dubs, but I'd rather see... I mean, Kevin Owens is a top 20 wrestler today and I get fat guys got to stick with fat guys and I'm a fat guy. So I'm going to stick with Kevin Owens. Damn skip. Yeah. So. You know, this, the sad thing is you said you expected me to tell you why I, I was so, you're so wrong with everything, but well, I, I, I was going to put Natty to, yeah. to a dubs and that would have been you telling me I was wrong, but instead you did the right thing. And I would probably book things pretty much exactly the same. Uh, Natty to Ring of Honor, mostly because I don't have to watch her there. Um, <laughs> and she'd be good, and, you know, she could... Teach some I, of the upcomers. I, I wish I could send her to Major League Wrestling so she could hang out with Davey Boy Smith Jr., because I think he's signed to there right now. Um, Gets her there with her cousin? Yeah. Cousin. Um, but uh, Sammy Zayn in the X Division, I, I can... Like Chris Bay versus Sami Zayn uh, is a match I'd really, really, really like to see right now. Um, so, and then uh, Kevin Owens to AEW. To be perfectly honest, that would be a nearly. It wouldn't be quite a Hulk Hogan debuts on on Nitro um, or on WCW sort of a thing, but it would be almost a Lex Luger appears on Nitro level sort of thing. Oh, I think it is Lex Luger, especially if you don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I basically do the same thing. Now, do you do you eliminate James Mitchell, too? I, I don't have the hatred for 
James Mitchell that you do. So I just, I, for the most part, he's kind of a non-issue. He doesn't appear as often on Impact as as he once did. Now it's just every once in a while, and I just kind of overlook him and move on. But I yeah, just having Sami Zayn just run the X division. You know, uh, matches against Trey would be phenomenal, uh, or Dez, or like I said, Chris Bay, uh, TJP. I'd love to see those matches. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. All right. I'm going to take three hosses. We like doing three hosses sometimes. But I'm going to take a different three hosses. You three like two. doing three hosses sometimes. <laughs> what? What? Can you what? What? <laughs> Secretary of State Stone Cold Steve Austin here. What? <laughs> What? All right. I'm going to take Join the Paris Accords. What? <laughs> the Paris Accords. What? The Paris Accords. What? <laughs> Fine. Whatever. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And so we're going to go with Hosses that... Hosses is currently getting a push that have not held the title. Uh, a major... Uh, uh, championship title, I guess I should say. So I'm going to go with uh, Biggie. I'm going to go with Keith Lee. And I, yes, I know Keith Lee held the NXT title. I'm talking the main roster title. Um, and I'm okay. going to go with, what? I said, calm down, Vince McMahon. <laughs> NXT is not a main title hold, uh, a main title. No, it's that. just, that's how they treat it, man. Like, yeah. there's not much more with that. <laughs> and uh, for the last one, God, I'm going to have to look at roster because Ron's held it. So, Biggie. S T E R. The first, if you search the WWE roster, the first sub page that they have is for Page. <laughs> I find that incredibly interesting. Lashley. Oh, okay. Odd that they've never made these three guys that they're pushing that are all black. That was not intended, but it's it's almost like there's something they all have in common that might be. <laughs> <laughs> the reason they've never held the top titles there. <laughs> oh, Weird. I can't Vince. quite put my finger on it. Fuck Vince. That's all I can say. Well, okay. So I'm I'm just gonna hit this one. Bronson right Reed is main roster now. Um, I was gonna say him. No, I guess is, I. This is both sides roster. This is all rosters. So never mind. Yeah. Yep. That's I, I was like, he should not be main roster. He is not ready. So neither uh, is half the main roster, though. So moving forward, Keith Lee to AE Dubs because I just really want to see that. Um, I'd have said Otis if they hadn't just taken away the briefcase. By the way, ma'am. Hey. Um. Do do. Uh. Bobby Lashley and Biggie. Um. Biggie to. To impact, because uh, I think they could use his personality there more, and Bobby Lashley to Ring of Honor. I'm not exactly happy with that, but I'm not happy with any of the alternatives. So I guess that's going to be the way I go. Yeah, all three of those are eligible to to go anywhere, really. Yeah, they're really good. So yeah, because Keith Lee in AEW though sounds like a match made in heaven, but I would also love to see Keith Lee in the X Division. So Keith Lee is going to uh, to Impact. We got in the X Division. Yeah. Well, they did just give Willie Mackett a few months yeah. ago. So, so yeah, why not? just 
it's and I know that like Joe has held it before and Kurt Angle's held it before. It just it doesn't really add up, guys. You know what doesn't add up? Your weight scale. Okay, I don't know. It's a bad joke. Um, yeah, no, I don't know because there's enough big guys that have held the X division. I think he would just like he's good enough to do that. I know he's a brute force kind of guy too, and your whole theme was hosses, but he's also very uh, agile. agile. So. Um, no, that's fair. I just, I, I put Keith Lee in an Ultimate X match, and I immediately start thinking of, of what Vince would do with that. In which case, he would probably have the the Ultimate X collapse under the weight of Big E because, or, or of of Keith Lee because. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do that. Not, to be honest with you. Well, Impact doesn't do stupid shit like that. <laughs> right. And WWE clearly didn't do stupid shit like that this week either. <laughs> I was like, oh, the ring's going to collapse. And then it doesn't. I was completely shocked. I'm like, look at that. WWE's surprising me. Well, what? they uh, they learned uh, from the uh, Fiend versus uh, Braun Strowman match earlier. And they made the rings better. <laughs> I see what you mean now. <laughs> Good job. Makes sense. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, okay, we got Keith Lee, Lashley, and who? Biggie. Biggie. Sorry, Biggie, you're gonna go to ROH, but you would provide some entertainment to ROH. I know why. Um, in my Survivor Series picks, there, uh, he was gonna be the main guy. Um, but I want to see Lashley in AEW. I think you. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I think you need a bigger. Like you, they have a few bigger guys now, which is great. Um, and Lashley would uh, be saddled with the gimmick of wreck everyone and leave if he went to eight ups. Yeah, yeah, but I mean they've been doing pretty decent with Brian Cage right now with effectively that gimmick. So I, that yeah. that's why I I mean frankly I'd love to see Brian Cage versus Lashley right now. So yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I think Biggie's promo skills bring a ton to AEW's and so on. Biggie's promo yeah. skills would bring a ton anywhere, though. Like, yeah. And that's why I'm thinking maybe ROH, because it would give ROH a little nudge um, to make it possible. Like, Biggie could even potentially bring ROH to even a higher level than they already are and possibly be a, a, a contender for, you know, between AEW, WWE. It could have been a contender. Could have been a contender. <laughs> could have been a champ. And uh, yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But uh, I really want—I would love to see Keith Lee in uh, Impact, though. That sounds like a lot of fun. I would love I, Impact. Uh, I think the the discussion about Big E there, though, really does bring up a side note that that obviously isn't typically done on these nights. But um, there is something to be said. Biggie's one of the few wrestlers who truly just developed his promo skills all in WWE. He wasn't that great when he was Ziggler's um, uh, wacky in terms of his promo skills, in terms of cutting along with somebody else. Um, so I think that points a, a little bit of a finger at Vince to let these guys do their things like cameo or podcasting or whatever it may be. Because I think that's really where Biggie developed a lot of that. Mm. that that's kind true, though. Of, that that kind of helps maybe with a WBU type conversation. But 
he's he's probably the one who's developed the most while being at WWE the the entire time for his his promo skills, um, with the exception of maybe Roman, who had to be put on blast publicly to learn how to do a promo. Right. Yeah, that's true. And even then, he is Paul Heyman. He is Paul Heyman now who's yes. kind of doing his promos for him. So. Yeah. Just in case you suck still, here's Paul Heyman. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So I don't I I know that's more of a WBU type conversation, but um, but we're not going to be able to have it for at least two weeks because there's a pay per view every fucking week now. Uh, well, I mean, if, if 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 you want to discuss it, we can. We got a little. I don't think we're over time yet, are we? Uh, I gotta be honest, I don't know where we are for time. <laughs> we're pushing two hours here. Uh, I think it's probably a good time for good us time. to end it, uh, especially since um, I got to go check to see if uh, the election results are in. They're not, but I got to check because um, that's what that's what we do here in America. We refresh the page every 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> hoping, oh, we counted, we counted more votes in 30 seconds. Ho- hoping that Nevada finally actually counts something or not till noon tomorrow yeah that's what they originally said and then they said well we might have some results at nine o'clock tonight and i don't even know if they did i just and no just keep going something's got to change they have the sloth from the zookeeper running the uh, ballots over there in uh, nevada <laughs> so. from, from but, zootopia uh, from zootopia yeah <laughs> flash flash 100 yard dash you gotta just bring in the expert okay you gotta bring in the expert you gotta bring in the count i got one for trump ah 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 two nah, for trump. You, do, you do that all you would get is lightning non-stop and that would slow everything down um, no one would be able to get any sleep not that we're getting a lot of sleep anyways but <laughs> Found one for Biden. Ah, Just a reminder that uh, Raw and Order is part of the Titan and Scope Podcast Network, which is not the promo we typically run here, but I'm just reminding us that we need to do a couple more promos and then close this bad boy out. So, yes. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU on Twitter. You can follow DA Fabe at... DA Vincent K. Fabe. And he won't post anything or ever notice if you tweet at him. So, you know, have fun <laughs> with that. Uh, you can follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio is the brand. I mentioned I got a crazy kick ass MacBook now. And boy, can I do video editing in like no time. Guys, you're going to be seeing a lot more stuff. Now, that website might even be starting to get updated because, oh boy, a new computer makes your stuff so much more efficient. So you can follow me at all my stuff at JLB420, Real Talk Radio 8, because that is the brand, anchor.fm slash RTR, Real Talk Radio dot. I'd never go to my site anymore because it hasn't been updated for so Online. Uh, .online, thank you. Realtalkradio.online is the website where you can also find all of the links and stuff. But of course, anchor.fm is where you can, anchor.fm slash RTR is where you can find all the streams, the Spotify's, the Apple's, the Stitcher's, the iHeart's, the the other ones that you like going to are most probably on there as well. And uh, it's a good time. It's a good time. 
and that's uh, that's where I'm ending that off right there. <laughs> we also have several other sites, which I'll let Smarks tell you about because I don't remember them all. But there's a link tree to make it easy for you. Yes, the link tree is in the doobly doos. Uh, that's the easiest way to find all the ways to listen to us or follow us or uh, our Wix site or um, all of that information. It also has our merch store, shop.spreadshirt.com slash rawandorderwbu, where you can get a beautiful Sponsor Us Turks and Caicos shirt um, or a Not a Cop uh, shirt. Turks and Caicos. Uh, Turks and Caicos. Um, ah, good old Turks and Caicos. I wish I was holidaying down in Turks and Caicos for Christmas this year. Uh, Turks and Caicos. Um, all sorts of other merch there that you can get, so head on over there. Um, and then we mentioned earlier the Patreon, patreon.com slash rawandorderwbu, where you can get access to our Discord server, uh, commercial-free episodes, voting for classic pay-per-view reviews, and all sorts of other fun stuff there, so... Um, sponsor us there or head over to mar- our merch store. Um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use so that you get notified when we post new episodes. And you can review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, just like the number of stars you will give your lovely vacation if you ever go to beautiful Turks and Caicos. <laughs> nice. Love it. Love it. Are we really going to do a, a, the real Madden gives bumps and runs away? <laughs> that's a great shirt I, I might have to give that one yep <laughs> I'll work on that anyways I do believe you shirt still waiting on that one yeah well it's your fault for living in Canada and choosing the slowest damn shipping you could I'm sorry I'm cheap and first of all it's not a fault to live in Canada it's a pro because I get healthcare that is free and you don't ha ha Ah, even the I, I'm holding my breath, waiting for the response from uh, DFA because I know he you pay for it. your healthcare. <laughs> you pay for yes. your healthcare. Yes, but it's still free-ish. Wow, I, I I will go on both sides of this and say yes, you pay for your healthcare. Although statistically speaking, uh, Americans pay about five thousand dollars more per person per year for healthcare, uh, and and Thanks we don't drug get companies. It. Yeah, well, drug companies and for-profit hospitals. So um... again, you guys do also get the quick. You do pay for it, but you also do. We sometimes have to stay like 16 hours in a waiting room. So, I mean, you do got that. You do got the quick service, but you're also paying like a thousand. Going to a hospital for a hangnail. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's another problem to be discussed. But <laughs> anyways, we will go ahead and end this for today. Uh, close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. And uh, we will be back on Saturday. Well, I won't, but the rest of us will be uh, with a botch along and then a um, review of uh, good old Full Gear. <laughs> you almost said WBU. <laughs> uh, <with> a view. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening. Yes. We will see you all soon. <laughs>